Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Cowboys and the Knights. Welcome back to the Thursday Night Wrap-Up. Here we are talking about my team, the Cowboys spanking the Knights, and it could have been a lot worse, you know, how how bad are the Knights tracking at the moment? When you, when you think of that game, you, you look at the Cowboys having two players off at one time, so playing with 11 for, what, sort of seven, six, seven minutes there, um, you know, 12 for, you know, 13 minutes of that game. Pretty crazy to think that really the only uh, points that the Knights scored were in that, in that position there, and then the Cowboys really dominating the rest of the game, and it's actually really good to see uh, their back line, I think the timing's been really good. Valentine Holmes looks pretty slick. Uh, his passing's been really good. I just, yeah, all, all they catching and passing and, and waiting, you know, drawing and passing in the line is, was really good. So it's good to see the Cowboys finally, um, f- you know, finally improving as a team and showing what I suppose they, they should be capable of. And the Knights, on the other hand, just really, really bad, unfortunately, with, you know, without Ponga, without Pierce, you know, with a few guys out as well. They're just... Um, just a, a team in a bit of a shambles. Even though like, they've still got a great forward pack, they've got Fitzgibbon back and everything, but just just the back line and the, I guess, just, you know, their general play has just, has just been not good enough. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my thoughts generally on the game, but it was good to see some, some really cool scores and a, and a nice hat-trick for Murray Talangi. Um, yeah, someone that's fairly new to the, to the NRL, so good to see that for him, getting 10 tackle breaks along with uh, Kyle Phelps. So two guys that aren't, haven't really been too fantasy-relevant, Salangi's going to make plenty of cash this week and, and won't be an option from next week anyway as he'll be too expensive. And and similar to Felt, uh, he'll go back up in price a bit. He's also 100k from his starting price, but he's not a keeper. So yeah, there's not too many guys in this in this Cowboy side that you want to be thinking about, you know, as well as Shane, uh, Shane Wright there with, at 463k, getting a 64. Again, not something you want to talk about too much. Lockie Fitzgibbon comes in with a try and a try assist and still only gets 55. So, you know, take, take that what you will. He'll be um, you know, sticking fairly solid to his price point right now. 63 minutes, again, he's someone that you can just keep watching. I'd feel like you'd have to get a, an increase in his base stats or anything before you decide to pick him up. So I feed you for anyone still holding him. He picked up a 54, which was good uh, for Daniel. And then Jacob with 53, so 54 and 53 respectively there. Drinkwater's been scoring fairly solidly this year and you know, it's a bit too expensive to pick him up, but... 
uh, yeah, been really good. And same with Holmes, just just doing just doing uh, you know, the small things well. As the catch and pass has been really good, uh, getting a, getting a try there himself on the back of a nice shift. So fifty one for him, average of forty six point six. Again, just just under the uh, the top line guns there. Mitch Dunn with forty eight in a okay game for him. Brayley and Watson, so both forty five here. Now <laughs> Captain uh, Captain Brayley in the in the alternates and five missed tackles for him wasn't ideal, but. It's what it is, sort of his you know, low, low score of the year. Still averaging 67 and a, and a great option for anyone's side. Uh, just the, the hookers at the moment are, are not doing so well at all, are they? Uh, you know, you, we're worried about Reed Marno playing Origin. You've got you know, Braley picking up this 45 this week. There's, uh, you know, there's not a lot else there with Macca losing minutes and stuff like that. So, yeah, there you go. But Watson and Barnett both losing uh, a fair few minutes again this week. Fitzgibbon you know, scoring the better out of, out, of the two, uh, out of the three of them and yeah, he's been a, a bit of a negative. Has definitely had a negative impact on on the scoring of these two guys. But Watson's PPM is still incredible. You know, to have twenty five tackles, the only negative he had was one penalty, uh, forty five in forty one minutes. Just keep holding until fourteen at least. And you know, if you've still got issues from there, you can probably just keep holding because he's got you know the nice jewel in the mid in the hooker position, um, and scoring okay enough to to hold steady in your squad kind of thing. Uh, Sasiga, Sasigi, sorry. Um, in his first game, picks up 45, and he's someone to to think about. If, if they really like his gameplay, then you could probably think about picking him up in your side coming into the next few weeks, but you do have Bradman Best, and he'd have to take over someone's spot, which is probably unlikely at this stage. You know, when you've got, you got Tawala scoring a pretty decent try, so he'd have to try and probably steal his spot, um, and he's listed as a half, so it's like, well, how, how much of a, an outside back is he actually? Uh, Frizzell with 41, so 71 minutes for him. Not one of his best games, but he's been someone that's been absolutely killing it. Obviously, getting 80 last week, so he put them two together, and it's a nice 60 average, and he's averaging 62.5. So just a, another one of those examples where the edge player just doesn't go incredibly well, which is you know, completely normal. Um, Lukey, how good was that try to finish? That was, uh, that'll, that'll get any, anyone excited on, on that one and just hitting the line hard and, and sealing the, you know, the match winner. Very similar to, to Jacob Arthur last week. So well done to him. Uh, his family and friends for uh, for a great uh, great debut. Just did did everything well. You know, no no real uh, negatives apart from the one uh, penalty there. So awesome for him there. Cle- Clemmer we talked about spoke about as a decent option. Only picked up forty minutes this week. Had a nice PPM, but again, no attacking stats and you know, plenty of run meters. But yeah, the forty minutes was the killer for him this week, and he's going to continue to lose some cash. So annoying if you did pick him up at that point. Uh, Green with 39, not one to talk about. Robson with the lowest score, even with a try. So, you know, 50 minutes for him. Not good enough for what we need. Uh, Tyson Gilbert with 45 minutes. So, I suppose close to what we would have expected for him. Uh, second game back in the middle. So, a solid a solid score. One missed tackle only. Again, not someone you had to rush to pick up as he wasn't going to be averaging, you know, close to 50. But, again, there's a good chance that he averages somewhere in the, 40, in the 40s, you'd say. Mitch Barnett with 34 did get a one chance at a goal kick. 34 in 42 minutes, just he's going to be very, very cheap coming soon. You'll see him in the 500s very, very quickly. So, yeah, uh, two out of the last three weeks, not a very good score. So, uh, something to worry about if you own Mitch Barnett. I'd probably, I'd probably be looking to, to move him on now. If you have enough players for, for round 13, I'd, that's probably the, the smartest idea. If you don't, then you could probably hold him to that and try and move him on after that. But... Yeah, it's a worry, that's for sure. Uh, Stafford Toa, Crossland with 33, so if you'd picked him up, 
and probably hoping for a better score against the Cowboys and didn't get that. Similar with Kurt Mann, obviously moved to the fullback. A couple of missed tackles in there, trying to you know, stop the last try, for example. Um, six tackle breaks is good, but no real attacking stats. He did have a try assist, which was um, yeah, pulled back, obviously, but yeah, not, not really ideal. He's much better in the in the sixth position where he can get plenty of tackles and, and still get his running game going. So, yeah, and when they, when they get beat pretty comfortably, he's not going to score that well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward and hopefully it's just the one-week thing and, and he can go back into the sixth role or, you know, it was, it's, yeah, very interesting to see that he was, he was, they were easily able to just move him out to, well, they said the centres first, but then out to the fullback position. So, again, someone that is really, really safe in the sixth position, but if he's playing elsewhere in a team that's not really playing that well, it's uh, actually a bit annoying. So... Yeah, if you picked him up like he did in the alternates, then you're dealing with some issues right now. Uh, let's talk about Lolo and 29 in 60 minutes. So he did get a sin bin, which lost him you know, seven points. For, you know, would have ended up with 36. You'd imagine his minutes would be somewhere between 60 and 70. So didn't lose too many minutes, but six missed tackles, you know, when he's got 46 in base stats is really, really, really annoying. And he's going to be under 700K now. And if you picked him up over the last few weeks, then you're, you're really hurting this week with that one. So... Yeah, not much, not much else to say other than it's strange to see him have six missed tackles and kind of just fall off tackles and, and miss a few like that, especially when they were um, when they, they were a team that's winning this week. So cause for cause for concern, but you imagine he'll get back to his his barnstorming best pretty soon. We'll meet it back up. Awesome. Um, other than that, you know, not really many other guys to talk about. Musgrove's just uh, challenging Jason Saab for the for the best ever average. Uh, going into the first you know, bunch of games played. So another eight in his 80 minutes. I actually don't think he's too bad of a player either. So uh, there's that there. Um, only other thing I wanted to say was, with the news that Pap was probably going to be out for round 12 as well, the question then becomes, does he, is he going to be playing Origin? And you'd expect that he, he'll be good enough to do that. I suppose it's going to be like, well, if they if they rest him when he's pretty close to being available in round 12, so the next two weeks, will he then be fighting fit to play Origin? And you'd probably be you'd probably say yes, especially if he's coming off the interchange. So it looks like he's going to be out for the next three weeks, which to go with the three that we've already held him and the seven that he picked up on the weekend is probably not a bad idea if you have more than, say, 21, 22 trades that you, you could trade him out this week. I decided to do it. Actually, I, I changed my decision um, with him, yeah, possibly being out the next three weeks, I decided to keep Welch for this week, and 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 we'll be we'll be playing him. Also, the other reason was because RTS has been moved to the wing, and I just want to see how he goes. And I, I'd prefer not to play him on the wing if he's going to get like you know a twenty-five, thirty, or whatever he's going to get. He might do okay. They're not playing. I think they're playing the Tigers. Is that right? Not exactly sure. Tigers. Yeah, Tigers tonight. So I'm going to play him as my um yeah my fifth interchange guy, and see if I can loop him, but. Yeah, I think I'd be safer to, to hold Walsh, uh, Welch sorry, for, for a couple of weeks, uh, move on Pap and then, and then bring, him in, bring him in a little bit later or bring him in to finish the year, for example. I think that's probably going to be the smarter option right now. Um, and that means Hines get an extra couple of weeks, which is good for my trade. I didn't, I didn't change who I brought in, so I'm just going to leave a fair bit of cash on the sideline uh, and hopefully upgrade someone next week, whether that be RTS or you know, whoever that's going to be. I think um, that's probably going to be the decent option for me with a you know a few hundred a few hundred extra thousand in the bank uh, going into next week with you know with twenty trades remaining. So that's the thoughts, guys. Hope you enjoyed that one. Hope you got a lot out of it and sort of you know the analysis into into my team and, and the kind of the reason why I make certain trades. So 
If you did, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends about it, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys, when we analyze the Friday night games with the Warriors, Tigers, and the Sharks, and the Dragons. God, they're going to be terrible games <laughs> to go along with 3 p.m. on Saturday uh, with the Titans and the Dogs. So, as I said, hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you in the next one, guys. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 